0: Hey, Tammy. What's up? Um, I have a real weird one for you today. I was pressed for time, so I jumped onto Unsolved Mysteries. Um, my cousin actually used to work for Unsolved Mysteries. and The new
1: one or the old one? No,
0: it's the new one. The new one, okay. Yeah, actually it was this year. I don't know exactly when this episode was put out, but it's a recent one. It was like the first episode in their their most recent season. Um, did you, have you watched that one at all, that Unsolved Mysteries from?
1: I believe I've seen the first three episodes from the new version yeah. of Unsolved Mysteries.
0: Have you seen the one on Ray Rivera?
1: <sighs> Refresh my memory. You're going to have to tell me. I don't, the okay. name doesn't ring a bell.
0: Pretend you didn't. If you
1: <laughs> if you haven't heard it or seen it, pretend you
0: haven't. Just so that you're, act surprised. <laughs>
1: Is he the first episode? Yeah. Okay, then yeah, 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 but I do. I have. I'm glad we're bring. I have so many questions. About, Same, and I have a theory. I have
0: a theory on it too. Oh, um, so his name is Ray Rivera, um, and he, like, they obviously it's unsolved mystery, so they haven't been able to solve his death. But it's like it's such a weird like twist and turn, and the person that I think should be the main suspect, they they like briefly touch on, but don't really go down that rabbit hole. Um, so anyway, it's crazy. But it
1: just, is a weird, weird, it is. And the cops are just like, well, yeah,
0: the only the lead investigator, well, the initial lead investigator was the only one in the homicide department that even thought it wasn't a suicide because initially it gets investigated as suicide and then he gets moved off the case. So, but I think I solved the case for them. Like
1: I'm how interested this happened. To see. Yeah. which <laughs> so. to, I mean, no, We won't get into details because I'll let Caitlin share the story, but there's no way in hell this could be a suicide. So it right. just, when, when Caitlin tells you all the details, you're going to be like, the math is not mathing.
0: No, no, but so. pretty sure I solved it, so afterwards I'll send this episode into Unsolved <laughs> Mysteries and let them decide if we're correct or not, but... We should get um, paid for
1: this, I'm telling you.
0: Seriously, where are the people... Well, we just need to research and get paid, but, you know, it's <laughs> well, like time. Time, we don't time. time is money, people. Right, right. So, anyway, you ready to get
1: started? Let's do it. Okay. If you call... Ray Rivera, um, just a little
0: backstory on him. He and his wife, Allison, got married. Um, and shortly after getting married, you know, he was uh, trying to be a screenwriter and um, really wasn't making any money at that. So after a little while, they just, I don't remember exactly where they were, but they decided to move to Baltimore to be near one of Ray's like longtime friends. I think they were friends since they were 15. His name is Porter Stansbury, so you'll hear his name a couple times. Not enough, in my opinion, throughout this story. Can
1: I just? can we just touch on the name real quick? Yes. Like parents were like Porter Stansberry. <laughs> well,
0: actually, his first name was something else. It was something like.
1: Like what a name to I have! I can't remember
0: what his first name was, but Porter was his middle name, because they talked. To, they like briefly <laughs> showed his his name on a document. And it was like a, he something was, Porter. He was
1: definitely teased as a child. Well, I feel, I feel like Porter Sansbury, as a child, was like
0: taped glasses uh, and pocket protectors. Glasses, yeah, <laughs> poor guy, not poor guy actually I think he's he's in he should be in the hot seat, so not so poor um so the mystery around Ray's death is that um one day he just kind of stands up and like looks at his watch, answers the phone, and walks out the door in a hurry, and next thing you know he's missing, so of course, you know he's described by family and friends as um, having a quick wit, very clever sense of humor, happy. Not somebody who would have ever been suspected of committing suicide. No mental health problems, nothing like that. Um, but so he's he's dreaming of becoming a writer, and it's just not happening. And his friend Porter is like, "Come out to Baltimore and come work for me." And so he and his new wife said, "Okay, you know what? We're gonna give this two years. We're gonna commit to this for 24 months." and we'll move out to baltimore and see where it takes us they get there they find a beautiful home they settle in they start um, going to this church they just really feel at home here and they're happy um and i don't know how soon after to be honest with you i can't remember exactly when they moved but on may 16th allison goes on a business trip so she's getting ready for her business trip and ray helps her carry her bags to the car and stuff and she had a colleague that was staying with them um and then she was leaving that day so the colleague was about to leave um, and when Allison gets to her destination she calls Ray like you would us. you would call your husband and say hey I got here safely but it goes to voicemail and he doesn't answer and she's like well that's really weird I mean they don't have kids you know it's not like there was anything
1: hold on Caitlin. what my ass is sitting here listening to this going I don't know what the hell you're talking about
0: oh you don't know the story', <laughs> the story. It's it's not, not the story, story. <laughs>
1: i like, That's I know it's been a episode, while since. Yeah. So you know. <laughs> I'm like, I know I've seen this episode. I don't remember all these people, but. Maybe you haven't what, seen Was episode. it the new season? I
0: i don't know when it came out. All right, it was 2023 well, for sure, but.
1: Caitlin always likes me to have. Um, Surprise face? Yeah. yeah. So I, I will, because I'm like. <laughs> the, the, the episode I watched, that guy went fishing. <laughs> oh, no, no fishing. Nope. So we got another one that's claiming yeah, yeah. that he committed suicide. Uh-huh.
0: Well, sometimes I think that's the police's, like, the investigator's lazy way of solving crimes. Like, right. nah, too many things on my plate. Suicide. You know, you Never can right. kind of pass it off with something. So, So, um, yeah. No. So I'm glad that this is a story that you don't know anything about. Well, and I, I might have to like put my do- barking dog. You might need to go away right now. She's driving me crazy. Um... Okay, so when she gets to the hotel, she calls him. He doesn't answer, which she's like, that's kind of weird. You know, why wouldn't he answer? So she calls um, her friend staying at the house, and this friend, her name was Claudia. She said um, that around 630, Ray got a phone call, and then he just, like, hurried out the door without saying anything, but she hadn't seen him since. So um, she checks around the house, and he's not there. 5.30 the next morning, Claudia gets up and looks around and Ray's still not home. So she calls Allison immediately and tells her. And Allison, you know that, like, gut feeling. You're like, something is not right, you know? I mean, if my husband, same thing, I would, I'd know. There's something just wasn't right. So she calls Ray's brother, um, and he immediately flies out to Baltimore that afternoon. Um, Allison also comes home from her trip, and when she gets there, she notices, like, on the kitchen counter, there's a bag of chips, um, I think there was a soda and in his Invisalign, so it was like he was in the process of eating something and just mm-hmm. like left it all there, which, you know, a little bit in the husband's defense, my husband would absolutely do and then walk around the house totally normal and leave shit, you know, just <laughs> wherever, as if he was in the middle of doing stuff. So, you know, <laughs> that no. wouldn't be that abnormal um, in my house, maybe. In her- no,
1: no, not the Invisalign in my house. My husband <sighs> sleeps with a mouth guard. Oh, so yeah. I should take stocking because I prefer this mouth guard to everybody if your husband snores he needs this mine mouth just guard. needs
0: to get that for sure
1: um anyway he has to chew what looks like a piece of gum every morning because the mouth guard just very very gently shifts your jaw a little bit so that it opens up your airway so you don't snore at night nice but in the morning you got to chew on this piece of gum to bring your jaw back you know what i mean so that is what i find wrapped in a damn napkin you know, everywhere
0: you know kids and husbands they're just gross y'all I always I blame the kids, but the husbands are just as gross. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're our biggest children. Um, so Ray's brother, his name is Angel. Um, he gets there around 7 o'clock that night. Claudia flies out back to New York where she was going. Um, and basically, once they get home and realize like, it just didn't seem right, Like Allison went upstairs and noticed a bunch of lights were on in the bedroom, which I don't know. I mean, I guess she was a house guest, but...
1: Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like,
0: why wouldn't you turn the lights off? <laughs> I
1: don't know. That's just like, me. You're staying at I, the house, and you don't turn weird. I don't know. This wouldn't be a suspicious activity. Because, I mean, moms with children and husbands, like, yeah. this, this all seems... Yeah, but it's a woman
0: smart. staying there, and women are a little bit more...
1: That's true. If there are no children here, and you're like, why?
0: Yeah. I'm, you know, he's not home, but I'm going to leave. I don't know. Maybe she was nervous after he just got up and left and never came home. So by the time Angel gets there... And everybody realizes something's wrong. Like her parents fly out, his parent, his mom flies out, um, and it, like all their friends, everybody just comes in and they John set Cena. up like a search table. Everybody, John Cena.
1: <laughs> well, if everybody's coming. Like, hey, oh, he'd be, he'd be there. Too. <laughs> he'd be there. Not this. Uh, what's this guy's name? Porter. Porter. Porter
0: Stansberry. Porter Stansberry. The hell is this guy? Not there. Oh, he doesn't care. Yeah, because he's freaking involved, y'all um <laughs> he doesn't show up whatsoever in fact wait till you hear what he does um that's totally not sus so she kind of like sets up shop on the dining room table and everybody it's like makes a big search party you know they're like researching and looking for him um and it just becomes this big workstation. so allison starts calling hospitals you know that's what i would do too she starts calling hospitals she's looking for john does um oh porter i forgot about this but porter friend Porter uh puts up a $1,000 reward for any information but as far as I remember or heard that was his the extent of his involvement in searching um so he also gets the attention of the media which I guess doesn't really say that he's guilty you know what I mean like that doesn't seem like he would be guilty but I still think he's involved Um, so, you know, they start canvassing the neighborhood, asking if anybody saw him, doing all the normal search party stuff. Um, but there wasn't any activity in his cards. His cell phone had died. So he's missing for, like, six days. Um, at this point, Allison's parents are like, what else do we do? So they went on a search to see if they could find his car, and they found it. Um, they couldn't believe it, but they, like, pulled into this parking lot to, like, just pull in a parking lot, and there it was. His car was just there. What were y'all
1: doing for the other five days?
0: well I guess walking I don't know I mean, I don't know if the police the police must have been involved at that point so maybe they were doing some stuff too but that was or maybe they just hadn't searched this particular area but where they found it was in a parking lot near the building uh, that he worked in with Porter so he, he did come to Baltimore to work for Porter's company if you remember and his car was parked not where he would have parked if he was going to work but in that kind of area so he would have been familiar with where he was going so as soon as Allison gets a call, she's there with like within 10 minutes, and so were all the cops and the media. Um, there was even a ticket on his car for being parked there overnight, and Allison was like looking around like, why would he even be here? It was parked outside of this um, hotel, uh, Belvedere Hotel in Baltimore. Um, it was like an older building, kind of ornate, and um, he was just parked in one of the parking lots like kind of across from it. Um, but nothing indicates that there was like car theft. There wasn't any clues left behind or any idea why he would have disappeared. So they start organizing more searches of the area where his car was found. On the eighth day, so we're over a week now, um, three of his coworkers went up to this parking garage that kind of like, if you have the Belvedere Hotel, then there's the parking garage like across from it. And there was kind of a white rooftop that was attached to the hotel in between, kind of connected to it. So they go up to this parking garage, and um, I guess it would have been the Belvedere's parking garage because it was attached to the building. Um, But they kind of look over the edge onto that little white rooftop that connects, and they see a hole in the roof and a pair of flip flops. So they're like, Well, that's strange. Um, But that's weird, right? (laughs) Like, it's just a, it's not like you can get to it easily. So the flip flops, it's a weird thing. And he was wearing flip flops when he left too. So it's like one of the only vantage points where you could really see these two things. Um, You couldn't have like seen it just walking around the Belvedere. You had to be up high enough to see these kind of things. So um, the coworkers immediately call the police. The police go into the Belvedere and they're like, hey, we need to look around and kind of tell them where they see this hole in the roof. And it's in this conference room, which I guess hadn't been used in over a week. Mm. And nobody noticed the smell. Oh, Lord. Because Ray's body was Nasty. on the floor. And, like, they noticed, I guess, the, the officer that discovered the body said that there was, like, blood down the – I mean, you could see he he literally came through the roof. The Dang. hole was from outside into the inside. So he came through that ceiling, and there was blood down the, the, um, the walls from him, and his leg was – I mean, compound fractures. Um, he was really badly beat up. Um, from that fall or possibly from something else before he fell so everybody's confused nobody really knows what the heck happened or where Do they think that he survived
1: the fall and then just died
0: you know that's a question that i have Mm -hmm. but i don't they didn't go into it on the episode and i don't know what the coroner's report says Mm. about it um in fact the report the cause of death report was um, inconclusive so or undetermined is what they say. So that way it's still open. It's not a closed case even though um, Plenty of you know the detectives thought it was a suicide and it should have been a closed case The coroner did not believe it was suicide and so they kept it open
1: Which tells me the fall might like though well, the injuries may not have been consistent with just a fall
0: right. Then,
1: Like you said, there might be right okay so, um, again, all this is still
0: theory. None of that's been proven, but it's my theory, too. Till now. Till now. Till I prove it on this episode. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, so because he, it took eight days to discover his body, by then, Decomp had kind of compromised any evidence that they could have found on the body. However, he did end up with multiple fractured ribs, punctured lungs, lacerations, that they, they noted were seven to nine inches. But I don't know if that meant seven to nine inches deep, which to me would indicate stabbing. Right?
1: I went somewhere else with that, but yes.
0: <laughs> Perv.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Size matters. Seven to nine, yeah, you would that's have a knife. to be, Unless, I mean. That's a big how, knife. How high was this damn building, by the way, that he felt? Okay, fell so let me from, show you pictures. Because do you think that it's high enough for him to have died from the fall?
0: Oh, for sure. I oh, mean, okay, he, okay. Was, he went mm-hmm. through it with such force that he literally punctured oh, a hole in a Roof. True. You know what I mean? For your body to puncture a hole in a roof. Who built this building? Well, it uh, was old. It wasn't Jesus. old building, but still. I don't but, know.
1: But the flip-flops. I know, right? Well, so, I mean, can we just, let's visualize this, please. Is he, like, diving, and then the flip-flops just get knocked <laughs> off? Okay, like, so that, what? To, that goes to my theory, so I will not tell you that
0: until later. <laughs> um, I will tell you all,
1: as Caitlin looks for pictures, I'll tell you a story of my high school days when I saw a school fight this kid that used to always wear flip-flops, um, they started fighting. And I still remember this like it was yesterday. It cracks me up. Uh, <laughs> you see this, like, crowd of people, and all, all I saw were these two flip-flops go flying <laughs> <at> me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Flip-flops. My husband loves flip-flops. Yes, okay. he does. Um, okay, so. Oh, hell, head. yeah. Okay, so like, it's a sky it? rise. All yeah, it is. And it's kind
0: of, like, in a U-shape, sort mm-hmm. of. So where this roof is, is, um, you know, you sometimes you see where hotels are built up like that and then I don't think that's a pool but I mean potentially it could have been like a pool deck or something like that in between the, the sides of the building but this is like just a rooftop. There's nothing up there but a rooftop and he falls but um, so and we'll post these so you can see more of what I'm talking about but here's the Belvedere and it's in this U shape and then um, this 45 feet so the hole is 45 feet out from the edge of the roof of the Belvedere. 45 feet is really a very far distance. If you he got to jump there's no way. Yeah, and they even tried. They said, like, if he did a running jump, mm, mm-hmm. no. So they. You, you know, think he got dropped from a helicopter? <laughs> that I mean, how else is he going to make it over there? <laughs> so then this is the parking garage. And that's only a 20 feet drop. First of all, he's not going to puncture through a roof from 20 feet away. Um, it's 20 feet down and 20 feet across. There's just no way that's that he's going to get that. Plus, with that
1: force, you though? could get
0: hurt falling 20 feet. You're not going to probably not gonna like go through a roof
1: no and if you do we need to call unless he's running and trying to
0: get away from something but like where else are you gonna go bud there there's nowhere else to go you're on roofs at this point
1: that would be one hell of a jump (laughs) Roofs. that would be one hell of a jump yeah that's matrix that's some matrix shit right there right so i don't i
0: mean i think nobody thinks that he jumped off of this parking garage but they're trying to figure out he must have come from higher up because that kind of force is the only explanation as to how he ended up causing a hole through a roof, right? So he, it would have had to be from the top of the Belvedere.
1: With the flip-flops remaining. I know, we, I, but let me stress, I'm no, oh, longer, I know. no longer comical about the flip-flops. <laughs> but if he had gone feet first, then you know what I mean? So he would have had to go head first almost. Yes. Or body first. I don't know the shape of the hole. The whole thing is weird. So
0: we're on the exact same page because that's kind of where my theory is going to. But, again, 45 feet distance, how did There's, we get there? Yeah, yeah. So, so That doesn't make any sense. Um, they ran, like I said, they ran several scenarios to see how it could have possibly happened, a suicide, or even if he was, like, pushed off. It still just doesn't add up. They've gone to the other edges, you know, like the parts of the building that come up to the side to see if that would be a thing. But the only thing that there are is, uh, like, a ledge, right? So you can see there's a ledge on the edge of these buildings, but those are, like, it's an old building. Like I said, it's very ornate It's how they described it. And then the only way he could get out of it is to go through an office building or okay. get out onto it. It's like go through somebody's office building or a condo or whatever is in this building. He'd have to go through somebody's personal property to even get out on right. this rooftop. And he'd have to go through these teeny tiny little
1: half windows down there. So, so
0: where do they think he
1: came he – he how did he end up on the roof?
0: They don't know there's still no idea how I, that happened. i'm sticking
1: with the helicopter theory it's making more it's literally more sense the only point. thing that can happen <laughs> they picked him up
0: in the parking lot hovered him over this building and dropped him through the roof i or, don't know
1: or hear me out aliens oh you
0: know that's a theory so the only thing out of all of those scenarios that could have made any bit, little bit of sense is if he was on those ledges but again it doesn't make sense how he'd end up on the ledges so none of it's really adding up um and like in my opinion, it's it's an older building, and because it's so ornate, there must there would have probably been damage. I mean, he was a big guy. I want to say he was like six five or something. He was a big dude. So if he's squeezing out there on these half windows, standing out there, there's probably going to be damage to the cement ledge around the building. Like I imagine chips or something like fresh chips off of the cement if he's out there standing on it, trying to hold his balance on these things. But Not I don't know if they ever found with the it. Chips he ate. Right, not to be confused. Because that's with those. where my mind went. Well, he didn't have his Invisalign anymore, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> so while they're investigating, um, they find his phone
1: on the rooftop
0: and his glasses near that hole, completely intact. Like,
1: see, that doesn't make any sense. I know that would, that it's, would be there would be some damage, right? To, even if you hit like on impact, that stuff is.
0: Yeah. So this is also back in two thousand six. We're talking probably like Nokia phones. Those things were a lot sturdier than the iPhones we and have these days, trend. too. So, I mean, yeah, that's, you know, a stretch, but still wasn't the same kind of phone. I don't know. So the only thing that was damaged was one of the flip-flops, one of the straps was um, ripped off the side of it. So it was intact on one side, but not on the other. The other flip-flop, totally fine.
1: No blood or anything?
0: No. Nope. They didn't mention any. There was no blood that that they mentioned on on the outside so that's actually a good point
1: away from the holes the hole
0: yeah they were on top of the roof next to the hole but I don't know if they were like I don't think they were set perfectly right next to it you know (laughs) like he got off and like took a nose dive through the hole you know this looks like a fun (laughs) hole to dive through even still yeah so I think it was just that somehow on impact it came off I 'cause even
1: if you're jumping wouldn't you think your flip-flops would go flying before you ever even hit right. the ground? Yeah. So for them to be in such close proximity to the hole. Yeah. That's weird. Not not scattered. And again,
0: to your point, if you are going feet first, right. your flip-flops are more likely to stay on feet first in my opinion.
1: Right. Or they'd be at the bot like they'd be inside that hole. Right.
0: And they if he's be on the outside. Right, exactly. So, I don't know. They they theorized it could have possibly been staged, but somebody would have to get down onto that roof, and that's, I don't know, it's a lot of dedication if you are the person that's murdering him and you're going to go stage that. Just why? So And bust
1: the hole through the roof? Yeah. And they did say, I don't know if you know the answer to this, they did say the hole is a result of him going through the roof that was not a hole that had been there before. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, then <clears throat> yeah that's stupid.
0: So, and what I want to know is, this man literally gets plunged through a roof in this busy hotel which by the way first of all how did you not ever like nobody checked this conference room in over a week nobody had been in this room and you know well it was 2006 they hadn't had it yet (laughs) but um but also somebody goes through a roof and you think that's not loud
1: I hear a bird hit my window yeah, or a mouse fart in my house? Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's got to cause yeah, that has to make. How some did nobody sort of hear? Ruckus. Not hear
0: that? And I mean, from either from like downstairs in the hotel where this where they found him, how did the staff not hear it? But I just mentioned the way that the building is built, and you'll see it again in the pictures. But it's built up like a U shape around where this rooftop is, and not a single person said they saw anything or heard anything. What oh, aliens? So, I mean, I guess he left at like 6.30 at night, so it's possible it could have happened really, really late at night because, you know, we don't know time of death since they didn't find him for eight days. But still, how did you – you don't hear somebody falling through. I don't know. So many questions. So his wife, Allison, mentions that the only thing that she noted that was missing was his wallet, which like – well, it wasn't a wallet. It was a money clip that she got him. Specially made for their wedding and he carried it everywhere with like his ID and cash and cards and stuff and it was nowhere to be found She never could find it And then the other thing is too is that it's really difficult to get up to this to the roof It's not uh, like the high part of the roof not where he fell through So if he was to jump he'd have had to been familiar with the Belvedere Hotel because everything is locked You can't just get into the staircase to get up to the roof or if you were to somebody left it open and you get into the staircase by happenstance, because you're planning a suicide and you happened upon an unlocked door to the roof, I mean, that'd be a coincidence. But then the roof door is also specially locked, too. So if he was getting under the roof, either somebody let him up there or he knew a way around. Yeah, so...
1: Does Porter work at this mm. hotel? No.
0: no. No, he owns a, He owns the company that...
1: Oh, he owns the company. Yes, & Associates. Yes. yes, 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 yes. That's the,
0: math the company. Is math and math. Well, the company that um, Ray worked for—that's—that's why Ray moved down. Was to work for Porter's company. He he has no
1: affiliation with this hotel. No. Oh, damn it, Caitlin! I thought we solved it.
0: Sorry, sorry. No, I did, but I haven't yet. I haven't told you yet. So, um, anyway, there was also cameras, and of course, because this is just like how it always happens, the camera on top of the roof wasn't working that day. (sighs) Uh, So frustrating. But also. They did check the cameras from inside the building, and there, were, there was no indication he was ever in the building. Like, they didn't I, have anything. I stand by what I Aliens say. Aliens and helicopters, That's I know. That's what I'm saying. That's it. Yeah, so nobody believes that it's a suicide, not in his family, except for the officials. They're all like, eh, just, you're going to have to. At one point, somebody, I think it was an investigator, told Allison, the wife, that she was just going to have to accept it, that it was just a suicide. And she's like, well, not just accept it, because this does not make sense.
1: <laughs> Do we ever find out? Who Called this guy who called Ray and why he left? Yes, oh, okay, yeah, because right. I'm like, mm. I'm not super experienced with suicides or anything like that, but I wouldn't imagine that somebody would just finish chips, so you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it just everything seems like it was left like he was coming, coming right back, back and he left yeah, in a hurry,
0: exactly. Yeah, um, <clears throat> and so I'll answer that question really quick, but the phone call. Um, they discovered what came from Stansbury and Associates. However, it came from like a switchboard, so they couldn't track what extension it came from. Now, there's more involved with Stansbury, but I'll get into that in a little bit that'll make you go, aha. So, Is he still
1: in business? I don't know. You That's a good Google question.
0: That. Google that shit. Yep um allison she wasn't you know as i I mentioned she wasn't comfortable with the suicide determination so she went directly to the medical examiner's office which i find really interesting what they said to her they basically like bring her into the office or whatever into the room and close the door behind her and say i know what they're trying to do didn't really elaborate on that comment so if they said more to her they didn't maybe it's evidence i don't know but that's what they said and um you know she was like what um, but basically they, the only other thing that they would say to her was that his, the way his shins were broken, cause it was compound fractures, I mean, protruding through the skin, that they were not broken in a way that was consistent with the fall. Um, but that was it. They wouldn't give any other information. So I hopped on Reddit a little bit just to see what other people are talking about when it comes to this case. And someone commented that it reminded them of mob movies, which it kind of made me think that too, like, you oh, know, yeah. break he the kneecaps. Oh yeah, somebody money, yep. And um, I I mean, I think that's entirely possible as you start to learn more about this. So his death was ultimately ruled undetermined, like I mentioned, which allows it to to stay open. And basically when you rule something undetermined, it means that there's not enough evidence to conclusively determine the manner of death. So Alison goes back home. And at some point shortly after that, she's like searching around his office for clues and she finds this note taped to the back of his monitor, and I have to show it to you really quick. This is it. So, does that to you? Does that look like something that was just taped there right before he left?
1: I, I feel like that's been there for years.
0: The tape itself looks like it could be new, but mm-hmm. it's like wrapped in plastic that looks like it's old. Like he's been carrying it around in his pocket for some time. It doesn't look like he just wrapped it, taped it, put it up there, and it's folded over like a million times. Look at so they unfold this note. This is the shape of the note. So like he types all of this stuff up and it's weird. I'll get into it. And it's in a weird shape too. Um, the Reddit users were saying that they noticed that it possibly, oh I mean oh you're always gosh. looking for something, but <laughs> that it could spell the word help.
1: Y'all are crazy. I love yeah. it. I freaking love it. But it is a weird like why cut that bottom part and of And even the paper edges,
0: off. even the edges of the paper. And she, look at the paper itself, look how teeny tiny the, the print must be because the paper itself is only seven inches. So it's like the top half, not even half, it's like less than the top half of, of a letter size paper. And he's got so much typed on it. What
1: the hell font size is this? Right. <laughs> he's like two? I don't know. And it's like all of it these weird ramblings. It is bizarre Because I was, was going to ask you, because I, can't, can't, I cannot see the, um, yeah, the, the wording on it yet, I'm sure I will, but it is. I'm like, are those numbers because of the way it's Oh, it's out. not numbers. No, but that's a good – that would have been – so
0: it's like a whole bunch of words. He's it got is a bunch bizarre. of sections, and it's hard because I could never really find a full transcription of it, and you can't read it from the pictures because oh, it's, it's just, just too small. Great. But they did pull some of the stuff out and talk about it in the episode. <clears throat> um, so the one thing that was determined by pretty much anybody who looked at it was that it was extremely – cryptic Um, Allison believed that he wrote it the day he died because there were scraps of paper in the trash can and as you can tell from looking at it it was cut like in a weird shape so um it's kind of like written in sections he had like one area where he listed a bunch of movie titles he had looks looks like names almost on that second page yeah so this big paragraph right here is an entire list of just names like some were like people that were close to them some celebrities like epstein,
1: weird we are connecting that.
0: <laughs> six degrees of epstein <laughs> right dude but it was weird because she was like you know people of significance in their life family or friends whatever were left off of that list so like if he's listing people of importance like why are they not on the list
1: because they didn't go to epstein island
0: so right above the list of people that he has on here this giant paragraph full of people's names um they only show you a small snippet of what it says, but um, the first sentence is broken because they it was continued over from like a line above it, so we don't really get to see the full sentence, but it starts and it says, "Time and talent to this venture." And then the next sentence says, "Along with myself, these players should be made five years younger by the council." And then he lists all these names. Epstein. It's weird. <laughs> And then below the list, which I'm not sure if Porter makes it on the list itself, and nobody says anything about this, but I had to go back and like rewatch it because I'm like, I just saw his name on that paper. So I went back and I'm not the only one, there were other people on Reddit who noticed it too. It says, Porter Stansberry, in parentheses, if he didn't do it himself. What? (laughs) What? Okay, so, there were some other like cryptic writings on there as well, and like quotes of stuff. Um, one of them,
1: hear me out.
0: Yeah, Aliens. Alien <laughs> <and> Epstein. Just <laughs> maybe alien isn't, or maybe yeah. Epstein, Epstein, Epstein is an alien. <laughs> 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 there you go. We're on the same page now. So one of the first things that it says on there is, "Brothers and sisters, right now around the world, volcanoes are erupting. What an awesome sight! Whom virtue unites, death will not separate." So Allison's, like, at this point, she's got this bizarre-ass note. And she's like, well, I'll just Google stuff. So she Googles whom virtue unites death will not separate. And it comes up that it is, like, uh, something from – have you heard of the Freemasons? Like, yes. the secret society? Yep. So it's from them. It's something that has to do with them. And she said that he was always kind of, like, intrigued by secret societies and specifically the Freemasons. Um, but that's kind of – like where it stops. So.
1: Does this sound like? Does she say this sounds like something he would write? Because I can tell you right now, my husband would not write anything like this. No. It would be.
0: It seems crazy, right? It.
1: it all and of not, it seems not necessarily crazy. the. The ambiguity, the ambigu the ambigu- ambiguity. Yeah, That, that <laughs> word. Of it all, but just the, almost like poetic. Yeah. Like that's a, what a weird. I mean, if that's the type of person he was, and that's how he spoke, and that's how he. Wrote, I'm impressed. But, um, yeah, this does – I'm not accusing the Freemasons, but they're, like I said, yes, I've heard of some Secret things society going on. Yeah, Secret Society. So.
0: And he, he, like, he signs off with, that was a terrific game. Congratulations to all who participated. Now, mind you, this is in, like, number two font, folded up into a million pieces, and taped to the back of a computer monitor as if it was some – proprietary information so there's been theory that he could have been writing in code but she to answer your question said that he was really um would like constantly write and jot down in notebooks random thoughts because he was always trying to do screenplays and he was a writer and stuff like that okay so but still none of this like none of it correlates none of it works together it makes no sense why it would have been hidden
1: it is some secret society stuff it's like um it's like a maze my mental capacity cannot handle even the creation of this like my scavenger hunts are like it's at the door that's <laughs> that's my scavenger that's night. why
0: you have me here I'm gonna <laughs> unfold the puzzles for you <laughs> but I think to me the the biggest I mean it seems a little bit crazy, but also I can't believe that they didn't mention Porter being on there and him saying if he didn't do it himself I, that to me is like saying that he knows porter's guilty or something whatever code he's writing sure fine but i wish i could see a full transcript of this because girl you know i'd go down that rabbit hole and figure out that why code.
1: Are, why why won't they let us see it that's this that's the i'm sure it's question. evidence
0: if they needed to you know but there's some things that they let that they redact some of it too so i don't know like even on the um on the episode, they redacted all the, the last names. Like, some of them were, most of them were blacked out and stuff, but you could see that they had a list of names on there, and I don't know. So, ultimately, the note gets sent over to the FBI, because, you know, a lot of times when somebody commits suicide, they do leave a note behind. But this isn't a note. This is not no. a suicide note. And Allison always said that. Like, she's like, I don't I don't believe that's a suicide note. His brother didn't feel like it was. And, ultimately, the FBI did not feel like it was a suicide note That's either. a
1: tattletale note.
0: Yeah, it just feels like some kind of you. ramblings. Yeah, mm. but but what, you know? Let me have the note. Let me have the note, and I'll decode it for you. For reals,
1: can you super intelligent people dumb it down? Like, if you want us to solve your mystery death, I just need you to put the name on the piece of paper. Don't make us go <laughs> on a scavenger hunt. Just say, at the front door. It happened at the front door. <laughs> John Smith.
0: No, that's no fun. I want the good stuff. I want to, I want to dig in and, and figure it all out and feel smart because of it, so... Um, so, <clears throat> I mentioned that the call that they received was traced back to Stansbury and Associates, um, however, since they never discovered who called him, within hours of his body being discovered, so eight days later after he's, you know, gone missing, all of a sudden they discover his body and Stansbury and Associates as in Porter Stansbury puts a gag order on all their employees so then at that point no one could legally talk to authorities without a subpoena like they'd have to go grand jury and they'd have to like jump through fiery hoops to get anybody at that company to legally talk because they put a gag order in effect uh hmm. what do y'all know because <laughs> right. there's nothing to know that doesn't there's nothing to suspicious know at yeah. all and you know of course their family's like uh I thought you were friends with him I don't understand why why you wouldn't want to help.
1: Well, now that I know that this fool <clears throat> owns an entire company, a thousand dollar reward seems so I thought, I'm, I'm like, well, if this is like backwoods. You're he right. He does have eyes. Like a thousand dollars is a lot of money, but if he owns an entire company. And it's one
0: of his good time friends. You're right. He's going to get the money anyway
1: because he's the one that did it. Ears. It's going to go right back to him. So offer a million dollars.
0: Well, maybe he feels pretty confident that nobody knows anything. But you're right. If it was Somebody you cared about. You'd put up more than $1,000 if you owned this company. Oh,
1: for sure. Yeah. And like I said, it's going to go back to him anyway. Mm, smoking (laughs) Um,
0: So, Allison's mad. I mean, obviously. They just picked up their whole life. They moved out to Baltimore just for Porter. And now Ray dies under mysterious circumstances. And our old friend uh, Porter is just like, thanks, I'm not going to talk. All done. Like, that was crazy. So... So
1: if I didn't have anything to say or if I had things to say and I were innocent I would volunteer whatever
0: right to seem like more this is innocent. the last time
1: I saw him like look right. here check here mm-hmm. I called him
0: yeah so I don't know maybe he was putting up that and get, calling the media and all that just to distract oh, from sure. what was really going for on sure. um because I, I believe he's involved even if it's hasn't been proved he's definitely involved um So I want to work backwards a little bit. Okay, so he's working for Stansbury now, um, and they're good friends. Um, Before they moved to Baltimore, Ray was working on a newsletter called The Rebound Report. Um, I'm sorry. So he was working for Stansbury doing documentaries and, um, like, conferences, videography-type stuff. And um, before they moved to Baltimore, Ray was working on a newsletter called The Rebound Report that basically would give stock tips about stocks that, like, They weren't doing super great, but they were about to rebound. So, Stan'sbury,
1: huh? We can't legally talk about that.
0: I'm sure if it's not insider trading, because insider trading would be like, here I have the secret, I'm only going to give it to you. But if he knows, like, yeah, but if it's if it's um, public information, then I'm sure. Yeah. So, I mean, it's probably more opinion related. You know, maybe he just knows how the stock market works and was able to kind of give a forecast, like you're saying. So stansberry before they move puts out this letter under a firm called the pirate investors and it boasts of a new investment in this russian firm that was going to like you know discover uranium or some some something like that so unfortunately the tip like the stock tip doesn't work out and the investors start complaining so the sec (laughs) files fraud charges against Uh, our friend stansberry and because of all of this Stansberry's company is fined $1.5 million. Ouch.
1: Well, now I know why he only has $1,000.
0: Oh, yeah. I guess that's all he's got left. Ouchies. So he's fined at $1.5 million um, because of a stock trade gone bad, which he probably got info from Ray, right? And uh, that, to me, says motive. I don't know about you, but I think that spells out motive.
1: Which is why <laughs> we shouldn't give stock market advice because people – like, they're cray-cray mm-hmm. talking about money. There's no way. I'm, I'm sure of it. If not, um, Stansberry didn't do it, and I bet you one of the other people that lost all that money.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if – well, it does say and associates, so maybe yeah, you're right. There could be other people. His name is on the door, but maybe there's other people involved in it too. So I guess part of Ray's job when he moved there was to kind of clean up Porter's reputation after this, like, fraud thing. And the fallout. And Allison, in hindsight, she says that she realized about two weeks prior to his death that he was seeming nervous and worried all of a sudden, which was like out of character for him. And their house actually had an alarm system, one of those like big air horn looking alarm systems that was like right out. You know, it was literally just an alarm, it wasn't cameras and stuff. So, um, thank God it did because uh, about, you know, like around that two week time frame when he was starting to get worried. It went off in the middle of the night at 1 a.m., and it freaked him out. She got out of bed and, like, looked around the house to see what was going on. He's looking around, and at one point they, like, kind of running into each other in the hall, and he's got a baseball bat, and she said when she ran into him, it kind of startled him, and she could just see, like, fear in his eyes. She's like, this man was afraid.
1: Jeez.
0: So the police come out. They look around. They don't see any indication of a break-in or anything, and they basically just say, nope, it was a squirrel. Just like, nope, it was a suicide. <clears throat> yeah
1: okay yeah. alright a squirrel a it. squirrel of all the animals that would set off an alarm a squirrel would
0: yeah right right
1: because it's big enough
0: so I mean and if that's the thing she said the entire time they were there that's the only time that ever happened yeah was that one time if it was a squirrel then it would someone have been really sensitive to, yeah thing.
1: no someone was trying to break in and the alarm startled them
0: right um they were just lucky not to have left evidence behind um
1: <clears throat> but alarm, this is good I right. mean, they're good. Yeah. Because there's no evidence here either. Oh, uh,
0: well, yeah, true. That's true. Flip-flops. So <clears throat> um, the following Tuesday after the alarm went off was May 16th, the day that Ray went missing. At 1 a.m., again, the alarm goes off. I don't know why they like the 1 a.m. time frame, but that's their that's their time to prowl. So the alarm goes off again. Um, but this time when the cops come out, they find um, that the one of the windows on the first floor was tampered with. So it was evident that somebody was trying to break in. Yeah, the squirrel. Later that day, Ray goes missing. So Allison obviously believes he's murdered. Um, She thinks he's got information or saw something he wasn't supposed to and that's what he was killed over. Um, I wonder what they were looking for in that house because it's, I mean, if they were looking for that that note on the back of the monitor, they weren't gonna get anything out of that, you know? Or did he like know that they were looking for something and take it with him when he left? I, you know, or you know, if they kill him and then they go back for that information when they run into Allison family members, so like if he left the information that needed to be there, they never try to go back for it. So maybe, maybe it was in his money clip. I don't know.
1: Did Stan? Did you say he owns the building, Porter?
0: He doesn't own the Belvedere. No, he. Their office is close to where oh, Ray was found. Oh, because I'm like,
1: and, and he owns secret the society. Yeah. To to say that there was no um, video evidence, my ass, somebody messed with those videos. Mm hmm
0: yep. And managed to keep people out for eight days. I don't know, weird. I feel like somebody in the hotel was involved in it too. Right. And so, here's my theory. That Stansberry, he loses $1.5 million trying to get into business with the Russian company.
1: That was your first mistake. Okay.
0: His legs are broken in a way that is inconsistent with the fall. Russian mob.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: Mm -hmm. I don't know if the Freemasons have anything to do with it, but, you know, I I definitely think the people he was in business with were not legit. Oh, so the lead lead investigator that I was talking about, he was the only one that believed that it was a homicide in the homicide division, that they're they're investigating this. Conveniently, three weeks after the investigation begins, and he's the only one that believes that this is a murder, he's reassigned to an FBI task force. So that feels to me like there's Are you something sure you want to bigger.
1: Because I feel like we're about to die.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know if the FBI or anybody else had anything to do with it. Honestly, I still think it was the the Russian mob. But some users on on Reddit, like I was telling you about, they speculated that he had a mental break. Which, from the outside looking in, I could see that this cryptic note, hurrying out of the house, fear at the alarm. If he had jumped, it could have been voices. Maybe I don't know. Um, but we've talked about this before. Schizophrenia usually doesn't show up in men. This late in age. He's 32. Usually it comes in the late teens early 20s for men for women 30s But for men it shows up much earlier So it's not impossible, but it's definitely less likely that it was something like schizophrenia. Although that note To me seems schizophrenic. I don't know
1: and his his money and, and all of the things are missing. Yeah um, That man did not <clears throat> jump he was thrown
0: Yes, so that brings me to my actual theory so I don't think he was thrown off the roof because then that would put somebody else in jeopardy. Like, they're, it would be hard not to be pulled down with him because there's no like railing or anything but like that.
1: People are like, you're right. Broke. But you know how you used to swing your friend one on one side? <laughs> oh. <time>? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think. Yeah. But <clears throat> I think
0: he went down headfirst, like you're saying. And I think that he wasn't on the roof, I think he went through one of those small windows. And they shoved him out head first because they were like it was a half window, so I don't see him like getting out, climbing onto the ledge and being safe doing that. I think he was hurled out one uh, of those windows.
1: So not the helicopter, I thought <laughs> Yeah.
0: I mean it could've still been. But my theory was that he was sent out one of those windows. Had because he didn't get up on the roof.
1: There's no He way had to go out he could have jumped from where they're saying he jumped.
0: From. Yeah. And in order for him to get to the roof, he would have had to go through all of these like, you know, it was like Fort Knox to get up to the roof. So it's not like he could have gotten up there easily. Um, he didn't know the building, so he wouldn't have really known how to get up there. I think somebody, you know, was breaking his legs and trying to get him to give out information and, or, or they were just taking out this, like, bad stock trade on him, tortured him a little bit, and then heaved him through this window. He goes down head first, um, which could explain the 45 feet, because if you're being hurled outwards instead of downwards, you're going to go out further but also if he's going head first, the cell phone is probably not gonna fall out, right? It's gonna be like, you know, just the way the wind is blowing, it's not gonna come out of your, you know, whatever. So I could see like, as he hits, it kind of knocks it out of his pocket or something like that. Um, if his his flip-flop being broken could have been part of the torture too. I mean, think about it, he's probably struggling. He could have probably damaged his flip-flop doing that. Um, and I'm curious too if that is the same foot that had the shattered leg. So, like you know, were the legs broken before impact? His flip flop could have been broken from that too. So I
1: think the glasses, the flip flops, and the and the cell phone were tossed after him.
0: Yeah, but if they were tossed out that window, they would have broken.
1: Something would have broken. Yeah. I and mean, yeah, if they
0: were that high up, or was it the eleventh floor? Or that, no. If I think it would be hard to get to that roof.
1: How do you not break the glasses, though? How right. Does, how do, if he's going head first, unless his glasses fall off his face at right. some point. But even then, like, that would have cracked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would have been some Or maybe, damage. like, they're on
0: his shirt or in his pocket, like, the cell phone or something like that, and the force of him going in kind of, like, knocks him out. I don't know. But I, I think they had to be closer to the impact. Right. In order for them not to have broken
1: I'm gonna say I think they're placed there.
0: I just don't know. I mean, it's possible. I just don't personally know how they would have gotten out there
1: I'm with that, like but little, like a little toss, tossy toss.
0: <laughs> but there, the closest roof to that was like 20 feet, and you'd have to get really close—20 feet down, 20 feet out. I don't know. It just, no, there's a lot of it that just doesn't add up.
1: Maybe I just don't know enough about humans falling and the (laughs) impact that it can do. I mean, think about, like, tornadoes, the weird stuff that happens in a tornado. Like, straw has gone through brick. You know what I mean? That Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So, maybe it's just one of those weird things that... Yeah. The way that he... Because they don't say how he fell, right? Right. Right, At least they didn't on this episode. Okay. So, we don't know if he went head first. Right. Okay.
0: My assumption is he would have to for the trajectory to work. Because if he's going foot first, or foot first, feet first, he's... Gonna go down. He's not gonna go out first. Whereas if you're diving out or you're going head first, you're more likely to go further out before you go down.
1: Well, the fact that the medical examiner is saying that the injuries to his legs are not consistent of a fall. Again, I I have no idea what would happen to the human body if they fell legs first twenty feet. Yeah. But they're saying it's more. Um. What is the word I'm looking for? Inconsistent. More, inconsistent, but it, more. Um, like actually happening, like plausible. Plausible that my brain will will pick up here. It's alright. Um, that it's more that the impact was to the side of the leg, I guess, to the shin, not because. Perfect example. Our neighbor who was putting up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no he, never, he was putting up um, a light. You know, we have these tall, tall our foyers in the on the exterior yeah. front door. They're super tall. He had like this crazy big ladder, and he was trying to change the light bulb. Yeah. Up. Anyway, he fell, and he landed on his feet, and he shattered. His just the way he fell. Um, oh God. Uh, his oh he God. His heels. Oh my God. So I mean, again, th- that would be more consistent. Like I would think his leg, like his like his feet. True. would Instead of like here's your True. foot. Instead of it hitting you where the knee is, like wouldn't it almost impact your legs upwards and like push your legs up towards yeah. your butt? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean that's that could I cause all kinds happen, of damage too, which I guess could have caused the damage to the, the fractures, the um the broken bones that came through the skin and stuff. But that the kind medical example, yeah.
1: If they're saying who they have way really more experience, in oh back, totally, yeah. If they're they saying know. that's not consistent with that. Mm-hmm. Then yes, and I would say, or you know, I'm sure they would they'd be able to, they would be able to tell if his back were bruised if he had landed on his back first mm-hmm. or his stomach first. Ouch though and the lacerations yeah that were just
0: kind of casually dropped
1: in the right. medical examiner's report right
0: again could have been torture you know yeah. there could have been torture before death before they
1: threw him out the window i'm sure they can tell a knife cut from right especially if it's one of those knives with jet like the jag the jagged yeah 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 yeah. I don't
0: know. I so, know, anyway. To
1: school for this. But, anyway.
0: That's my theory. I don't think uh, he was suicidal at all. He either
1: knew something. I don't think he necessarily... I, I don't know enough. I he may not owe is, money, but I think he knew something.
0: Yeah. And I think there was information in that money clip. Because why he, else would they have taken it?
1: Yeah. You tell me that he's there to clean up the mess. Mm-hmm. And now he knows something, and he might have been... Yep. trying to say, whoa, 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 I'm not going along with this, mm-hmm. or this isn't kosher, blah, 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 blah. And yeah,
0: the only thing on that note that he had that makes sense to me from this situation is Porter Stansbury if he didn't do it himself. Right. Everything else doesn't make sense, which is why I would love to decode it because I'm sure that there's more information in there, you know, or send it to the FBI to be decoded and not FBI's determine if in it's. On it. I know, right? Because they reassigned him. I don't know. Somebody. He,
1: I mean, I believe I like. I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, but I do believe. Oh, there are some that there are some secret agencies, and it goes up high level. Yeah, like so. I think if all you have to do is just know somebody high up in the FBI, and they'll make this go away.
0: Yeah. Well, I think there were multiple people involved. For sure. Or people undercover. You know, maybe there weren't as many, but they were undercover somehow. I don't know.
1: Allison, leave it alone. Well, and
0: that's kind of what the the initial leading officer who got reassigned was saying. Like, she just needs to be really careful not to say too much, because what if she puts herself in a situation?
1: Yeah. As much as I'd want to find justice for my husband, I I think that you're putting yourself at risk. I do think that this is some yeah, this some crazy stuff. This wasn't just a disgruntled friend or something like that. There's too many things that are covered up, and there's no. Yeah. Well, I think weird.
0: this disgruntled friend probably had.
1: For sure, but gotten he wasn't, mixed up a, he in he wasn't stuff. alone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. Totally.
0: So, anyway, um, if you are part of the Russian mob, I am not going to be digging further into this, but that is just my theory. Yeah, we didn't and we're solve a small anything. time podcast.
1: Nothing <laughs> was solved. I'm more <laughs> confused about this. <laughs> 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 I'm going to go back. Um, I'm going to go to my day to day work right, uh, yes. at Walmart. Don't no, mind me. Walmart.
0: So, anyway, that was my very weird. Weird story. It's on unsolved mysteries, and all the, my information I got from all that was there or read this is it. It's gonna stay
1: unsolved. It's gonna stay unsolved. Un- I mean, I'm just saying. It. I don't anticipate yeah. this. Whenever one no one's I don't gonna volunteer how. information on this, yeah. No,
0: yeah, because I think that the people that would have witnessed it are probably
1: now I know covered it up well enough. Yeah. Nobody's talking.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're next. They're next. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So maybe on his deathbed, Porter will confess. Who knows? But. But that's what it is. He's definitely Well, hell is hot.
1: He'll, he'll be fine. He's going <sighs> to, I believe in karma, He's going to fry. So, yep.
0: So, that's my story. That's what I got. Um, what do you have for us next week? You've got your, your episode next week.
1: Well, you kept talking about Dahmer, but I'm not going to talk about Dahmer. I'm going to talk uh. about pre-Dahmer serial killer. Ooh. The acid bath Murderer.
0: That sounds awful.
1: Why did they say bath, though? Isn't that wrong? Like, acid bath? That's not the word I would have used for this guy. You get clean
0: somehow. Ooh. <laughs> take
1: a little bath. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Well, this was not the story I thought that you had. <laughs> but if you all... It's crazy, um, though. I need to figure out who... I, I What the name of the episode was. But um, he, was, he went fishing, and they found him in the water. And they said it was a suicide, but he had rope tied to him. He was shot in the head in the way they... The medical oh, the examiner angles. said that it could not have been a suicide. That was, that was somebody else shot him in the head, and he was the rope was tied around him in a cinder block. So anyway, that's the one I thought that you were going to talk about. Yep.
0: Nope. Nope. This one's crazy, though, too, so I'll have to go back and look at the one that you're talking about. But Anyway, thanks for joining us again for another week of Moms Who Talk Crime. And uh, you can find us on Facebook, tw- uh, Twitter. Not on Twitter, Caitlin. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. There's the T one for you. Um, And you can email us at momswhotalkcrime at gmail.com. Feel free to send us any feedback or suggestions. And, hey, shout out to our our one follower, Monique, who thankfully sends us um, good reviews on Apple Podcasts. So all of you other followers who are not doing that, please get on your platform and leave us a review, a
1: good one. Please, please, please. Yes. Thanks, Monique.
0: Thank you, Monique. And she had said she was going to email us some some answers to questions we had on previous episodes. So I'm curious. I haven't heard from her yet. But Monique, if you're listening, we'd love to hear what you have to say. And, um, yeah, if you have suggestions, we're still putting together stuff for season three. So, um, you know, got lots of stuff for you guys coming up and uh, looking forward to it. But thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye.